I, the, I guess the last one I did was the one that that had red in the title, or had red in about the title. red, <laughs> crimson something maybe. I don't. What was what was the what was the last one from D one? Maybe that's the one the last one I did. A Wrath of the Machine. That one it began with a that's a, it. Yeah, a, a W. I see where your brain was going, dude. Red. That wasn't bad. It was wrath. It was close. Wrath, had, red, like, red, 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 wrath of the Yeah, machine. that was. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Emergent Gamer Podcast. This is Trip Zero. I'm here with Felix Hergut, a 227, uh, brought to you by the OG Podcast Network. Another great week of news, guys. We had some big events this week. We had Sony's State of Play. We had Inside Xbox and uh, talked about what is coming down the road. We're also prepping for uh, Destiny 2 Shadowkeep, one of the biggest expansions and the first expansion in Bungie's post Activision solo independent studio career adventure with oh, destiny. I didn't, so, I didn't know that's why this was significant. Um, I didn't know. Oh, yeah. That. There's a lot, there's a lot of significance, but let's, uh, let's catch up with us. Like we always do. Let's do Felix, that. How are you? Uh, are you, you feeling awkward about the duo? No, doing no, a duo? no, no. We're doing a duo. I always wondered you about have, you because uh, you and I haven't done many duos over the years. We, we haven't, we haven't. And if we're, if we're getting into it, if we're going to shop talk a little bit, I don't like doing duos. You know, and it's not because I don't like talking to you. Yeah, or because I don't like talking to Neo. Or, I think or you Lockie and I are pretty fucking here. funny when we talk to each I other. I think we are too. But I think the dynamic of the Emergent Gamer Podcast uh, really lives and breathes off of the group. Yeah, that's why. That's why I I, I I'm on the side of the fence of uh, let's not do smaller shows. They don't happen often, of course. Right. Uh, we were talking earlier, not live. Um, I almost said, I almost said chat. <laughs> what? What did you almost um, say? I almost like said we were talking earlier, chat. I know we're recording a podcast right now. Right. Right. right like, I know. Because I know. we're broadcasting, it's like, like I don't know. It can I get confusing. Like I'm, like, I'm actually streaming. I told you. I, we are. I, I was saying off stream that I listened to the um, the your mom your mom's house podcast, mm-hmm. and those guys do that primarily live. So they do it right. to YouTube or I don't think they do it to a streaming service, but I think they like record the videos and, and then break the clips up. They might right, be live right. on their website when they're doing it. I don't know. But uh, I was doing it, watching a bunch of those episodes with Mrs. Felix. And then we're in the middle of one episode and they really got heavy on like what are on video. Like mm-hmm. they were watching a bunch of stuff and she just like said to me, she's like, I can't see what they're, laughing at i don't find this funny at all this isn't hilarious you know like because i can't see what they're laughing at so and this was an audio thing you guys listening to like you weren't watching them you're listening totally audio because i i got into your mom's house just by uh, searching i think they were recommended (laughs) you're like i got into your mom's house get into your mom's house (laughs) um it's tom segura and his wife christina pajinski who are both comedians and they they, said it's it's the gross really fun to listen to they're gross out comics, but they have a lot of inside humor that you start to pick up like their symbolism and shit, like as sure, sure. you go along and they interview like uh, a lot of interesting, like they had Alyssa Milano on. It was really fucking awesome. 
They did Alyssa, nice. Alyssa Milano and uh, com- they introduced me to a comedian that, th- that I'd never heard of before. Um, Anthony, uh, fuck, I'm not going to remember his last name. But Anthony Fuck. No, no, I can't. I can't that's, remember his last name. But that's his name. There's a bunch of comedians that they they interview, and it's a very inside comedian conversation that I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Like you know, so you like the angle that you're you're hearing them talk shop while yeah, not they, being part of the world, but you uh, you want to know more about the world. They so you literally, like yeah, them talk they about they show you. It's almost like a a, a view behind the comedy door. So you sure, get sure. you know the drama inside comedians yeah, yeah. and who they like and who they don't like and shit like that. So that's pretty fun. For sure. But anyway, the, my, my point well, was quite often <laughs> they're doing visual things that no one can see. So, right, right. That, yeah, that's not, that's not a good, not a good not vibe. Good. It's not good for an audio podcast. So it isn't. We're not going to do it to you, if, um, fans of the Emerging Gamer Podcast. If we ever do evolve to that, right? Because, you know, uh, if you guys don't know who are listening at home later on, uh, we broadcast this live at Emergent underscore Gamer on both Twitch and Mixer. So definitely tune yeah. in Sunday nights when we record it. Um, but if we ever do evolve the visual aspect of the show, which I, which I do want to do where we have like maybe a mirror on the screen to show what, show what we're watching or observing. Yeah. At the same or, time. or I'm no? just not sitting fucking behind what? a goddamn green screen. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> for no right. fucking reason. But what we should do for the benefit of people that do like the audio experience is at least pipe in that audio into the mix as well. Yeah. You know, so it's not just like silence on that end as a bunch of us look at a, a phone. Yeah, no, no, no. I agree. I agree. And now all that just would take is out loud. T- no. That would take. I take one of my other computers here and just pump the audio yeah. in. I could do it now. Pick a computer. We got a room full of computers. He's sitting <laughs> on a computer right now. Do it fucking now if I wanted to. Um, so what have you been? Uh, how's your week been? What have you been gaming? Okay, I got a very exciting day tomorrow. Okay. Okay. Tomorrow okay. is Curse of the Vampire, which is the DLC that's included in the pre-order that I got for um, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, The Black Order. Okay. So they're coming out tomorrow with the Curse of the Vampire expansion. That's number one of multiple expansions. I paid 80 bucks to have that. You know, I, put, I bought the $80 version of the game. Right, um, right. And that's going to include multiple expansions. I think they're trying to do what Marvel Future Fight is doing on um, mobile. Marvel Future right. Fight is, you know, hundreds of characters. And I think they're just going to do it over time. They're just going to release uh, characters as you go, and it's just going to expand the game. Sure. Um, but the, the, when you said because you, you you mentioned this, I think in our Discord chat that this yeah. was coming out, it sounded like a whole other game. Uh, it it's not sound like a it's it's going like to be a Marvel the, thing. It's going to wait. What sounds like a whole other game? It it doesn't sound like a like a Curse of the Vampire. Curse of the Vampire sounds like like you know a spooky Halloween. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. No, what what tie in does this have to like the Marvel? world uh one of the characters that's being released so the, the characters that are being released with this four characters uh are marvel knights marvel knights is a uh a, a label a brand of marvel that was created uh probably in the late 90s early 2000s okay um and marvel knights it, it, the four marvel knights characters that they're releasing one is morbius the living vampire so the, the mm-hmm. plot is going to revolve around Mor- morbius the living vampire and there then, of it course, is. my favorite character of all time, the Punisher, is being released in the game. So that's going to be interesting to see how they, they incorporate him with the other characters. Sure. And then two other characters that you may or may not know, uh, Blade. Probably not, honestly. Blade. Oh, well, I've heard of Blade. Uh, yeah, so Blade's being released. There we go. He's, he's a Marvel Knight. And then um, you might not know Moon Knight. So Moon Knight is another character. I don't released. know, actually, what, what that 
what they are, but I've heard the name Moon Knight. Significance before. of more, Moon Knight is they just announced a TV show that's going to be on the new Disney Plus for Moon. Knight. Oh, maybe that's why I, I have no yeah, idea how they're going to. Do. I know. Yeah, the right. Name. So the, the Moon Knight is ultra violent. The comic, it's pretty violent, right? So I have no idea how they're going <laughs> to do this. Moon Knight on, on, on Disney on, Plus. On Disney Plus. <laughs> God, great, dude. Uh, my guess is it's going to go to Hulu. But anyway, point is, is I think the story is going to revolve around. Morbius the Living Vampire in some capacity because it's called Curse mm-hmm. of the Vampire. Um, so that comes out uh, tomorrow, actually, for Nintendo nice. Switch. Okay, cool. um, And that's going to incorporate a new game mode, which I don't really know much about. I don't know what it's even called, but there's going to be an additional game mode in addition to the the Rift playthrough that we do, which is, Rifts are just like part, part... I mentioned it last week. It's like parts of a level, and they're really hard, you know? Right. Um, but what I've discovered challenges. What I've discovered in trying to attempt what is called the Omega Rift, which is the highest level rift you can do, is I discovered that there's this whole aspect of the game that I haven't been putting a lot of attention to, and uh, it's like this brackets hexagon bracket system that's in the mm-hmm. game. Kind of, if you've ever seen Path of Exile, kind of looks a lot like that. Okay. Um, uh, the original Diablo Two, I think, had this like a big bracket system for like increasing small portions of your leveling up for your different characters and shit. So it looks a lot like that. And I haven't been doing a lot of attention to it because I couldn't figure out the currency that buys these little hexagons to increase that portion of the game. Like an example would be like, you know, plus 50 to like your overall attack damage and plus 30 to like your defense and shit like Mm -hmm. that. These are examples of what these things look like. I found out that the currency that you get, the only way to achieve the currency to buy those points and increase that area of the game are achieved through leveling characters. So you only really get it when you level characters. And I haven't really been caring about the rest of the, the, the characters in the game. Like, I haven't, Did you I've, level up who you like to play with and that's it? I leveled up characters that were appropriate at the time and got to used to their play styles and I was enjoying the shit out of it. But now I realized to do the end game shit, you need to get the currency that unlocks more of those hexagons. Because if you don't, Mm. you can't, some of these are so fucking hard. I need that extra boost from the fucking, this extra portion of the game that I haven't fucked with really at all. So ultimately now what I have to do is I have to grind the levels of all the characters to a (laughs) hundred. So the week has no big been deal. just got to do all of that. Well, I do have a system now and I like, for instance, just to measure it in time the other night I leveled, um, uh, wasp, you know, from the Ant-Man and the wasp. So sure. I level, I leveled the wasp character from level 13 to a hundred in two hours. That's I mean, that sounds like a fucking lot. That's fast. That's fast right? as shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it has to do with like adding these crystals that increase XP so I have mm. six of those crystals that I've I've dropped. They're called Team XP crystals. Right. I can apply uh, all six of them, and I get six hundred percent like Team XP increase. So people can do this if they've played a lot and gotten a lot of these things to drop. Yeah, like they can. Yeah, because there's crystals that make them drop more too. Things. Yeah, yeah. There's crystals that make them drop more, and I've now gotten six, and I just apply them on three of the two of the characters or three of the characters. And next thing you know, 600 XP percentage is happening for the leveling up process. So it's going to be a little nice. easier. Nice, dude. Um, but it, as it turns out, I have to level all the, all the characters to get all this currency. 
that go, goes with it. So that's what I've been doing all week. Um, cool. I did do more of control. Um, nice. Not much more, just enough, just enough to know that this game is a really great nightmare of a game that you need to fucking hmm. play. I need to. I need to play it, dude. It, it's, it's one of those I'll games. I normally time. don't suggest this, but I know how much you love like blind playing a game. I do. And I I'm, really, play, really I'm do. playing it blind because I literally knew nothing about control. And I went in, I bought it on the PlayStation, and I've now been going through it. I like to read like the pamphlets and pieces of paper that you find all over the world and shit. Right. So I'm going through that. I don't know if people who watch my stream enjoy that, but I'll fucking do it. <laughs> I mean, you should always do exactly what you want to do. I'm just going to do what I fucking yeah. want. But Because uh, if you love it, that comes across. It just... Like if I'm sitting there on stream just reading a piece of paper and not reiterating it back to my audience, it just doesn't feel right to me because they're just watching me read you, something. You read it out loud, right? Yeah. I just read yeah. what I found. Sure. Like that makes sense, right? Makes total sense. Yeah. Um, but I've definitely gotten to the point. I haven't unlocked the entire perk tree yet, but I'm on my way. So Cool. But yeah. Very cool. That's pretty much what I worked on all week. Um and I did two couch co-ops. I did a couch co-op with Kevin Oates, and we completed Saw that. Gun yeah. Score and Cannoli 2. We completed it. Nice, dude. That's I done. hopped in when you guys were playing um, Stranger Things 3, the game. Uh, yo, I got Kevin Oates into that. Like, he really, watching, he, he's never watched Stranger Things at all, I, but he loves the style of the game. I mean, just, it's a classic, you know, throwback yeah. style. So I wanted to ask your opinion. You were watching. What mm-hmm. game does that throw back to you? Like, did you have one in your head when you were watching it? No, because it wasn't a pure, like, this game is just what someone would have played in the 80s. There was a lot of, like, current gaming, uh, like, mechanics and things in there. You right. know, upgrades and searches and loot and all kinds of shit like that. But the view and the art style is what is reminiscent about. Right, yeah. and it's right. specific- Which is kind of what the show does from a TV perspective. Right. The, the show isn't, like, an 80s TV show. But the show makes you remember what it was like. I mean, for people that have been in, the, I mean, I'm not, I'm a, I'm a '90s baby, so I didn't live in the '80s. Right. But like those holdovers, I found. Yeah, but in the like, '90s had like Fallout from the '80s. There were still styles yeah, there was, there was like ripples from those yeah, period shit. Yeah. and shit. But like you got the vibe from watching the show. But the show is very much a modern TV show in the way that they make it. So the game kind of mirrors that to me. Mm-hmm. You know, modern delivery platform that gives you the experience of that time period. Yeah, it was cool. It, it, I was, it I was exactly trying not thing. to listen too much because it's funny because the Stranger Things watched the show. They had a, <laughs> right, right. You were trying not to spoil it, right? Yeah. Um, they had a Stranger Things game that was exclusively for season one that was exclusively released on the mobile platform. I remember and, that, actually, and that yeah. one had a style. It looked like Legend of Zelda, like mm-hmm. Link to the Past. And it's funny because this one seems more like like late Super Nintendo in its style and design. So it's mm-hmm. almost like they're they're emulating a style from the specific year that the show takes place in because season one took place in eighty three and season two takes place in eighty five. So how, how's your week been, man? <laughs> just trying to like just speak through. Um, I've been good, dude. I've uh, been prepping a lot for Destiny Two Shadowkeep, of course, which we'll probably chat about a little bit. It is a uh, it's launching on Tuesday. Destiny's a uh, third major expansion. I should say third yeah. year of content, second yeah. major expansion for the game. Um, so this week has been uh, preparing for the expansion 
doing the last couple things I needed to do, you know, game wise. I uh, literally today knocked out a um, one of the pinnacle PvP weapons. Uh, one of them was tied to a really long quest. The loon is hell. I knocked that out today. I needed precision kills in the in the competitive playlist. I got my last couple of that, so I got that done. Are you um, just are you just doing these guns to get the guns, or are you doing these guns because you know that these guns are going to help you in parts of the game that you haven't played yet? Um, both. There's the answer to that question is both. Um, loon is hell in terms of its effectiveness has kind of dropped off. It got nerfed a couple seasons back, but the recluse uh, yeah. is a submachine gun. And there's the mountaintop, which is a kinetic grenade launcher. And so it sits in your primary. Oh, slot. I heard about that one. I think it's shifting a little bit in shadow keep. And I'm actually ready for us to be checked a little bit and have some, the real challenging stuff to the game. Um, I haven't done it yet, but I've spent the last couple of days working on the, uh, the solo kill for Argos. So I've been soloing this guy and practicing the, the solo run. And what's the advantage of doing like that alone? Is there like a trophy you're going to get or just, yeah, I mean, it's just bragging rights. Do you know, uh, you know, the website raid report that people in destiny use or it's raid dot report. Kind, kind of. Yeah. Vaguely you can go there. And you can, that. you can look up like other players. Oh yeah. 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 That's the one that lock used to take, did it, lock used that. to take me to that all the time. So if I complete this, I'll get a little badge on raid report that says, you know, year of words solo dope it just it's just clout it's it's clout you know and like i've i remember the destiny clout that's kind of a whole part of the meta of the game right i mean to the i mean we in the emergent gamer clan we we beat this game to shit dude like we're we're not a clan of slouches and if people want to get into like really intense shit there are people that want to play like that you know right and especially with that being my main game that i play um, I feel the need to reach out into these like challenge communities. They're called low man challenges, doing raids with like, you know, half a fire team or one person, you know, speed runs, shit like that. Like it's where my, my natural evolution is going with how I play the game because I just like that, that challenge. I love the challenge of it. I like figuring it's like adding another layer to the puzzle of the raid. Yeah, already. It's, how do I do this? Accomplishable because man, by myself, <laughs> there's some, uh, some shit that's out there that's just fucking it's, hard. It's wild, man. So, uh, have you ever? You, did you ever raid in Destiny Two? Mm, yeah, I think. Did you do the first one? Probably. I, I didn't do it fully. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I did that first room. Yeah, because there were there were like rooms that rotated everywhere. It week. is highly po- possible that I am confusing this with the. The, what did the first room look like of the first raid? Well, there was a center. We're probably talking about different raids here. This yeah. is the one where like it was a big center, like grand gold hallway. There was a, a fuck ton of cabal to jump around, and try to shoot you. Okay. I didn't do that one. I, the, I guess the last one I did was the one that, that had read in the title or had read in about at <laughs> crimson something. Maybe I don't know. What was, what was the, what was the last one from D1? Maybe that's the one, the last one I did. A Wrath of the Machine? That one. It began with a, that's a, it, yeah. a, a W. <laughs> I see where your brain was going, dude. Red. That wasn't bad. It was Wrath. It was close. Wrath, had, red, like, red, red, sound. red, Wrath of the yeah, Machine. Yeah, that was, yeah. I that did was the, the last one. In, the uh, last in raid I did was the room for Wrath of the Machine. That was the got last one. it. I got it, dude. I got it. The first room for well, Wrath of the Machine. Well, this one, this is the final boss of the second Destiny 2 raid. 
Eater of Worlds. Yeah. It's a big floating Vex Hydra that's in a shell. And what you have to do is you have to open the shell by breaking, by, by sending these energy beams into the center of like an unlock mechanism, right? Yeah. Usually you have three people that each have like a, a, a Vex crystal that you can grab and shoot with it. You have to prepare these crystals, bring them over to the matching energy side that he's hanging out at, and then unlock the thing and do the damage. So what I have to do by myself is prepare these Vex crystal heads to be, uh, to be usable. You literally like pop them into a fire and they cook for a second. So I got to like run around the entire map. There's three main areas, each matching one of the burns in the game. Jesus. Right? I got to run around the map. I got to grab the heads, pop them into cook, look where he's facing, look what energies I need, bring them over to that damage plate while juggling the heads. They disappear after 10 seconds if you don't pick them back up again. Drop my warlock well so I don't die with all the ads that are shooting at me. And then break the crystal within a couple seconds, try to do DPS, stop him from wiping me, and then do it all over again. Hmm. It's intense as fuck. And it's fun and as fuck. And you're doing it live? So, like, you, mm-hmm. you got yep. an audience watching you for that? Yes, sir. Um, I'll probably be attempting more of it tonight because, literally, it's it's the last day to do this because they're taking the entire game offline tomorrow, which is Monday. Yeah. In, pre- in preparation for Shadowkeep because not only are they uh, are they changing a lot of the game and updating a lot of the, the systems and everything, it's a, it's a massive, entirely new expansion that goes back to the moon from destiny one. Well, I, I, but, re- I reached out to diamond jab and I asked him to maybe guest host tonight on the show. And he was like, mm. sorry, man, I'm doing, uh, I'm doing like destiny two prep. <laughs> I was it's, like, it's real dude. It's like, like, I can't, we're all, I can't. we're all planning to be, uh, racing for world's first on the Saturday after it comes out on the fifth. Oh, you guys are trying to so, do the world's so first. So part of what we have to do is like prepare during the week and make sure we're leveling up as efficiently as possible to be as powerful as possible. All okay. that fun stuff. Yeah, I, don't, um, I wasn't offended that he couldn't do the show. I, I completely understood. <laughs> we could have him on next week. Maybe we'll talk about yeah. how it all went. Yeah, I think that would be good. Um, but yeah, in addition to all the changes to the game, what they're actually doing as well is moving platforms. Because they split from Activision, that means that right. the Activision and Blizzard launcher does not host the game. And as of uh, 10 a.m. Tuesday, you will be accessing the game through Steam. Oh, Cool. You had Isn't to move that. The over. goal was with you guys. What do you mean with us? Isn't that like the goal? The goal is to like access your games from like one place, or oh, I mean, it's you guys don't care. People launchers. I don't really give a shit. Okay, Pe- people prefer Steam because it's been around the longest, and usually their biggest collection of games is there. So the minute that anything takes you out of Steam, people get all all upset about it. Oh, okay. Like the you know Epic Store shit but yeah i heard primarily people prefer to be in steam because it's just the biggest library yeah but uh yeah they're taking the game down for 24 whole hours before launch period so i don't have monday to get this solo done i have to do it tonight got it so uh hopefully i get it done dude yeah well good luck rng and i'll need a you know not to fuck my runs up but yeah, dude, it's cool. It's a cool new world that I like dipping my toe, like the extreme challenge of it all. Did you play anything else or was that the only one? Um, a little bit by myself. I played Link's Awakening. Just oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My, you talked about my own for myself. I was going to I said that I was going to stream it because uh-huh. that was my whole plan. I was going to play the original into the new one. That plan got fucked up when my car got hit. All that stuff. Like that's the saga of it all. But as we prepared for Shadowkeep and as like the raid solo has happened, I just don't. I don't have the time. I was going to play it Monday, but I think 
tomorrow I'm just going to take the whole day off because the week coming up is going to be insane. I'm going to be streaming every day. I'm going to be playing Shadowkeep, preparing for Saturday. It's going to be a, a, a marathon for sure. So I'm going to take a day off, chill. I don't know. Maybe Link's Awakening is the casualty. But I was playing it by myself, and I, I think it's still an amazing amazing remaster of the game. I was just like spending time exploring the whole world. It was always off stream, and stuff. I guess. It's nice because it's like a it's like a palate cleanser, you know. Just and it's on the Switch. It's handheld. The Switch is perfect for the portable. Just well, you what, know, like getting you know into how, different stuff. You know, how I am with games. I have a palate cleanser every other day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you rotate through your stuff. I just can't live. fucking. I can't play something for an extended period of time. I got. Oh, I can lock in for fucking ever, dude. I gotta freshen it up. I get bored. I feel, it. I feel or that. Or maybe it's a I perception thing. Locking it in. Maybe I just perceive that like people would get bored with me playing the same thing over and over again. But I don't think that's true. I think the majority it a hundred percent would not, would not be true. I feel like people would appreciate like a full connected experience. Yeah. Personally, where I just stay playing the game for all the way to the end. Right. Until you, until you beat it. Yeah. And then you move on to, to something else. Well, maybe I'll, ex- who knows? I'll explore that soon. Who knows? Who but knows? yeah, next week, uh, it'll be shadow keep time. So if you're playing that, get excited. Tuesday's going to be big. And we'll probably talk about it next week, all, how all the changes have panned out, new guns, new weapons, new activities, how the raid went. We'll know at that point, honestly. So we'll be playing Sunday into Monday. Yeah, and I'll definitely have commentary next Sunday, week. Saturday about, into Sunday. Yeah, I'll have commentary next week about the Curse of the Vampire. See if that's cool. any good. So the things you heard us talk about tonight, you'll hear us actually talk about the content mm-hmm. of that next week. So, yeah. But that's what we're pre- preparing for and excited for. Let's do the news, Let's dude. Dig in, bro. We got some shit to talk about, man. Um, first of all, what everyone was looking forward to this week, Sony's state of play. Yeah. I well they, uh, were you looking forward to it? I mean, I just because I knew what was going to be announced. Yeah. Everyone guessed it and then it was confirmed to be talked about. Then they talked about it, of course. The Last of Us Part Two gets a release date and a reveal trailer. So you're excited for this, Felix, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. We're totally offline, though, now. We're but we're not. still recording the show, so <laughs> yeah. we're good. Keep going. We're good. People <laughs> listen to this. Who gives a shit? Okay, cool. But well, you're excited for this, The Last of Us Part 2, right? Uh, yeah, I'm definitely excited for The Last of Us Part 2. Um, what do I? What did I observe in the trailer? You don't want me to spoil anything, so how can I talk about it? <laughs> like, <laughs> well... Um, okay, so obviously we know Ellie is the protagonist. Yes, right? she is. Yep. So she has to have survived the first mm-hmm. one. Spoiler alert. That's my fault. It's my fault for not finishing the first one. Um, but yeah, what uh, what else? Oh wait, wait. You did? Did you like? Did you think that she wasn't going to survive the first one? Or I, dude, I don't know, man. Okay. Anything could happen. You yeah. know? Who knows? Um, there is. So a- they, they didn't label. They didn't label the first one the Last of Us Part One, right? That wasn't part of its branding. Uh, no, they didn't. It was just called okay. The Last of Us. Right, right. I mean, I was asking that because, like, no, there was no like uh, implication yeah. that you, you. This is like chapter one leading to a chapter two. Right, right, right. Mm. No, because we would have been more enthusiastic than we are. Right. We would be like, oh, that's the part one. Right. Some now there was something about it that made me think it was more like chapters, but I don't. Maybe it's how it was laid out as you played it. 
Like maybe Could how be. it segmented itself was almost like chapters. I can't remember. Um, but anyway, that's I mean that's the game everyone has been looking forward to. Yeah, for literally years for this game to come out, and we finally have a release date. It's February twenty first, twenty twenty. Yeah. So, dude, the spring is packed as fuck. Yeah, there's a lot of games coming out next spring. I mean, we got your uh, Cyberpunk in April. Cyberpunk, dude. You got this in... in, uh, So I'll still be playing this probably in April when Cyberpunk comes out. I mean, March is the Final Fantasy VII remake. Right. That might have to be shelved for me. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea how I'm going to do fucking... Oh Christ! I don't even know, man. It's getting—it's it's, a lot, dude. It's a lot to juggle. Yeah, a lot of games, a lot of a lot of shit going on. So this is like your game, though. The Last of Us Part. Two. I know. Like, it's like you played a lot of this on stream. Did you do challenge stuff? Did you do like the high difficulty stuff for this game? Like you did the for most, you know, the most I things? did was survival mode. I didn't do the one that Locke did called Grounded. Yeah. Um, survival mode was hard, man, but I completed it. I finished it. Uh, nice. Grounded uh, survival. Grounded mode, is the highest difficulty, right? No, of the original game. No, survival and grounded are just two different ways to play hard. Okay, so okay. so survival mode is there's less stuff in the world, mm-hmm. uh, but your character still takes damage the same way. Grounded is the stuff is all the same, so the world has the populated stuff that you need to do sure. stuff just like it did in the normal playthrough, but you take one shot, you're dead. Oh, got it. Okay. So grounded is clearly from a, uh, for people who played it, like Locke played is it, it. I believe he's supposed it. to be like, like grounded in reality. Like, is that yeah, why it's gro- like- maybe grounded in reality? Yeah. But I think Locke, um, said that it was harder because of the fact that they could one shot. you. I think that's what it was. Well, of course. I mean, uh, and, that, that changes your entire way you play the game to survive. Yeah. So, you know, so it was just two different play styles that were hard, and I chose mm-hmm. the survival play playthrough just to see. And it sure. was really hard because there were times when you just ran out of everything. And, oh, I'm sure, dude. I'm yeah, really you sure. You died You're swiftly. really struggling in those moments. Yeah. So um, the, the couple things that I noted in the trailer, and I, tr- I, I don't know what's – if this even spoils anything for you, it's, I mean, it's fine. I'll, I, I don't I'll think live, it does I'll live with it because you, you understand the fundamental concept. Of, I don't care if I spoil last of us one, if you haven't played right. that, you need to, if anyone play. is listening, you spoilers for last of us Sorry, one. You forgot. I, uh, fucking you know, should have finished it. That's my fault. <laughs> no, but this doesn't, this doesn't spoil anything about this is revealed about this character in the early point of last of us. But yeah. Ellie has a bite and she's not, like dying from it or turning into mm. you, you remember that part you got that's that like part. that's early on in the game it's in the beginning like yeah it's like the the whole like the story cru- crux focus. behind why he can take her right. west or why he wants to take right. her west is because she's like she's she has a potential the cure to this thing so the one conflict that people had with what they witnessed in the trailer was her donning a mask it doesn't mm-hmm. that doesn't spoil because we don't know the reason why she has to don a mask. We don't we just see her wearing a mask in the trailer. And right. I, I thought about it and I said, Well, they want her to be the protagonist, but the mechanic that's built into the first game of entering a room and not being able to breathe, mm-hmm. right, is still a relevant mechanic, right? 
in order to right. make the game more of a challenge. So more than likely, they're going to like write in a reason why she has to be wearing the mask. Right. And I can only speculate on what it, what it could be, but I, I'm interested to learn what it is, what the reason for that is. Why, why does she have to wear the gas mask when she enters like certain areas? If, if, if she's somebody that can't get infected by it. Because I think in Last of Us 1, they entered areas and she just breathed the air. I don't remember. I don't remember clearly. Right, right, right. Um, at all. But like, but it's like a teaser for Yeah, for it teases you. It makes you, makes you wonder about yeah. things. Um, mm, they got to get people playing the game, dude. They don't actually need to be selling this. Like, people are, no. are very, very excited for this uh, for this game. Um, Did you see the collector's edition or one of the? Oh, I, like, I, the, I was the looking at all of that shit. Like, yeah, the ultimate. I don't know what it's called. It's called like the Ellie edition, I think. Yeah, the, the Ellie edition. Yeah, and it's got like a fucking replica backpack. Which it's got her, it's got her backpack. No, that's so, something that like gets like I'm like, oh, dude, I want that shit, man. Like, no, knowing so, knowing Sony, <laughs> like. That's probably going to be good, high quality material backpack. <laughs> not yeah, fucking, not like a uh, not the bullshit like a with fuck, breaker. What did seventy six Fallout seventy six bag? The canvas bag. <laughs> the, the, the shitty ass bag, man. Yeah, <laughs> bag gate, bro. Bag bag gate. gate, dude. Holy shit, man. Um, but <laughs> dude, man, uh, it was an intense trailer. Uh, it's really cool. She she's definitely turning into the the alpha. I mean, yeah, that's the impression I'm getting. And there were some other, uh, so w- there is one. Okay. I won't even go in there. I won't go there. You're going to finish last <laughs> of us and play this fucking game. I I have to, like, I have to, right? Like the whole reason that I, that I actually got into streaming was to play this game. Like there, you and Locke were always talking about this game and I'm like, you know what? I'll hop on and I'll stream it. Yeah. Well, I'll there, there were, um, there were other characters that, it was a pleasant surprise to see that they're going to be back in the next game. So that's cool. Right. So I won't reveal who those are. Got it, dude. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we uh, had a couple other things announced too at Sony's state of play. There's a remake of uh, medieval PS one game. I think there's a demo of that. Uh, as well. I remember that game. I remember wanting that game and then not getting. Yeah. It wasn't like the skull, big got big teeth on the skull cartoon yeah, yeah, looking yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah. 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 yeah, I remember I wanting to. I, I was too. curious about that game when it originally came out, but I never actually mm-hmm. got it. Mm-hmm. Am I remembering the right game? Is that a uh, like a RTS? I don't actually know what it is. I mean, I only remember ever seeing the the cover of it and being like, like "I believe oh, I want, that I don't was have an a RTS. I, it looks cool." How do you spell it? Medieval, just the way medi- medieval is spelled. No, it's like it's M E D I, but then like evil like not e- you know how like met like the era is e-v-a-l this is e-v-i-l oh and it's like like medieval medieval yeah no this is not what i'm thinking of this yeah it's the skull with the big teeth that's what i was thinking of yeah it's like an adventure game anyway there's a demo right now you could you could download it and play it and i think it's coming out next month oh look at that yeah it does yeah. look really cool looks very metal Metal, dude. We're getting that. That's so metal, man. Uh huh. That's metal, <laughs> bud. Um, limited edition. Talking limited edition Death Stranding PS4 Pro bundle. I was coming be out. That, but is that it's, implying, a, it's a PS4? Is it what? Is that implying that the game won't run on my original PS4? 
It's literally not implying that at all. Just they're selling more more shit to sell the game, dude. Oh yeah. It's a uh, a PS4 with like the handprints, you know, like the floating melty, like invisible people handprints. Yeah. That's on the uh, When's that that's on the actual again? console. When's that? That's in November. It's the the pro bundle. This is coming out November eighth. I don't know if that's the exact Death Stranding launch dude, date. November is going to be. Uh, oh my god. It's really just that for me. Do you uh, yeah, November eighth. November eighth. Same. So same day as the game launch, this bundle comes out. Death Stranding. One of the one of the coolest things though. Before yeah, before go we go off it, that's the PS4. But the controller for the PS4 is like this clear yellowy like material that look looks like the uh the baby container material. You know, it's like he's carrying a little baby, little baby in the tube. Oh yeah. It's like a it's like a semi like a translucent PS4 controller. With I the, uh the I pre-ordered tint. it. I mean, I I got it pre-ordered, but it that's when. Fallout Wastelanders comes out as well. Um, I don't know if it's the same day. I think Fallout Wastelanders is November twelfth or something, fifteenth. But it's around the same time, so that's your that's your November. Yeah, so I'll I, probably be dipping into this. I mean, uh, we got another game from the creator of uh, Katamari Damacy. You know, you know that weird little Japanese roll the ball, collect the things in the ball game called Watam. That's coming out. Cool. L.A. Noir has VR case files coming out. Civilization Six coming to PS4 November twenty second. Yeah, the Civilization Six uh, is such a good game. I would not buy it again, but I've already bought it twice. Oh, dude, I love playing the Civ games. I just I call them one way time machines because you you start playing it and all of a sudden it's the next day and the sun's coming up. You're like, yeah, what the fuck happened. Yeah, um, I I Crazy. play. I have a file for that on my Switch and a file for that on my mobile. And the so, D- I mean, DLC for uh, it just came to mobile too. I, so I'm not, we, we talked about this before on the show that I'm not a mobile gamer, but when it first came out, Diamond Jab actually sent me like, like a recorded video of his screen on his iPhone of him running the game. Yeah. And sent it to me and I was able to watch it, you know, and see what it would be like if I was playing this on my phone. I'm impressed. I'm really impressed with the mobile UI for that, that game. How fast it phone. is. Did you notice fast, how fast efficient, it is? Just like perfect for where your fingers would be. The switch, it's really, really well done. Dude, the Switch doesn't have anything. I'm playing a file on each, the mobile and on the Switch console. And it's yeah. just like, it's so slow. Like, I make moves in the mobile game, and it's just like, foom, 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 foom. I love it. I love playing yeah. it on the mobile. It's fucking outstanding. Yeah. yeah. If you guys so, are I mean, ever going to play if you're ever going to play Civ Six, download it on like your iOS device. I'm assuming it's on Android as well. It's really fast on the mobile. I would assume. It's yeah. great. It's crazy. Um, and then the last, probably the last biggest thing that they announced at the uh, State of Play is the lineup for October's PlayStation Plus free games to download, which is MLB The Show 19, if you're a baseball fan, and The Last of Us Remastered will be the free game. So if you haven't played The Last of Us, you can get it for free with with sony's playstation plus and experience the game before the new one comes out yeah it's, it, on it the holds same, up it definitely holds up does especially yeah. playing it like a year or two ago really does um on the same day the literal same day xbox had their inside xbox event now this is like a uh they do these things periodically it's like uh, the Nintendo Directs kind of thing. Yeah. They just kind of like a bunch of shit coming out. But it was funny that it was uh, the same day as uh, Dude, nobody. As Sony. Like, I didn't learn until we I read the notes before our show tonight that that even happened. <laughs> the inside Xbox? <laughs> yeah. 
I well, I mean, all the focus is on is on Sony. You know, this is right. Like they they always have their like state of play kind of thing every uh, around this time every year. I mean, but we it, had the Xbox One, dude, inside Xbox. So they essentially just like ran down a list of things happening for Xbox as well. They updated a lot of games coming to their Xbox Game Pass, right? Which, uh, which is, which I mean, it's an amazing service. I don't honestly. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. So, I, I, sorry, I was seeing titles in here that like are already in there for me, but mm-hmm. I realized that th- that's because they're all coming to the PC version, right? Of the um, Game Pass. Right, right, right. But yeah, there's a lot of fucking games in that Game Pass, dude. There's so many games mm-hmm. in it. <laughs> it's 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 an insane dude. It's an insane deal, dude. It's an insane deal because of the IP that they're dumping into it. It's also an insane deal because it's way cheaper than Sony. Mm-hmm. You know which Sony is, right? What Sony's twenty dollars a month for PlayStation Now. They're they're Netflix. Oh, but that's not games. that's not even anywhere anywhere near this. Isn't PlayStation Now like? It's like PS3 games and a bunch of PlayStation like, now. I, I, can, you get, I, can you get current titles on on now? I think I went in. And I looked. I looked up because we were just talking about it. I looked up The Last of Us to see if it was in yeah. there, and even The Last of Us wasn't in there. And I was like, Yeah, like like who would it, pay that service? It's not even twenty dollars. Even relevant. It's twenty dollars a month for trash. Like I don't. Yeah, it's not even relevant to a current conversation because of how that was like the first attempt at a model like that. Or at least one of the earliest ones, and it hasn't shifted, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I wouldn't even say it's like this service. This is like, you know, everyone's ten dollar a month thing. Like I, Spotify, I li- Apple Music. I literally Netflix, went in there the and I was shocked to see that all of their major IP is in there. Like Xbox Game Pass has all the Halo games; they're all in there. Mm-hmm. The Gears game that just came out, Gears Five, it instantly just went in there. Yeah, I don't have to buy that. Um, right. like all of the, I know they don't have a lot of intellectual property, but in their defense, they're not fucking stingy with it. Like they're putting it out there. Mm-hmm. Good work. You know, the very little IP that you have. I mean, I well, was we saw they were like moving to gain more, right? you know, over the past, like E3 and stuff, they were talking about all the developers they're adding to, to their in-house first party Xbox studios and I, shit like that. I was so impressed when I went in there. That I re-downloaded State of Decay. <laughs> you know, because that they, means it's working. They had like the Heartlands uh DLC in there. I have not mm-hmm. opened it. I honestly haven't played it because I've been playing so many other games. But like You're like, oh let me check this out. But dude. I'll you download know? it. I installed it sure. on my uh sure. console and I'm like, fuck it. Well, we'll try it again. Mm-hmm. Even though mm-hmm. I was so fucking pissed at that shit. And I'm just like <laughs> I take a dump <laughs> on you and then like Four months later, six months later, I'm like, I got the Game Pass. Oh, I'll download that game again. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, but, but yeah, blows my mind. They showed uh they showed that Atlas. Remember hearing about Atlas? Uh, Atlas is the uh, it's a pirate themed. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. MMO game. Same people that did Ark Survival Evolved. That, right, that, right. That game. So it's a pirate survival game. Yeah, and that game, like when it launched, was just like a a big pile of shit. Honestly, if you haven't watched videos of like Atlas at launch, please do because the game was laughably bad, borderline playable, just a pile of hot steaming shit. And uh, you can play that hot steaming pile of shit on Xbox One October 8th. Uh, on the so, pass? On the, uh, yeah. On Game Pass. 
Are we sure? Actually, I don't know if that's accurate, dude. No. It'll it be doesn't playable. Say, well, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't say anything about Game Pass. It does not. Hmm. But it's funny because the game is just such a, just a awful, awful, awfully implemented title. People even found inside the game's code like a developer menu for art that really implied that this game was truly just or just everything about Ark reskinned and resold as an entirely new game. Oh, wow. It was it's kind of a yikes, honestly. Uh, Project xCloud got talked about a little bit more. Yeah. What- xCloud is their uh, like stream a game through a browser kind of service. Yeah, that's to compete with the new uh, Google thing, right? Like Google Stadia. Yeah, mm-hmm, Stadia. Exactly. NVIDIA has one of these too. It's called NVIDIA GeForce Now that is in beta. It's a closed beta, so you have to request access and then uh, get access to it, get sent to you, then you download the app and, and access it. I actually, I requested access to GeForce Now uh, like early 2017, I'm pretty sure. No, early 2018. Early 2018. Um, I got it finally a year after that. Earlier this year, I finally got into GeForce Now. But it's like, you know, stream your game through a browser, play with a controller. You don't have to own a console. You just own the service. Right. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. You know, I'm not sold on this technology. At least I don't, at least not yet, dude. I don't think, I don't think America because we're old now and that is the new, no, it's, it's, it's really not that it's America's infrastructure does not have the capability to play games latency free the way that it needs to. Oh, believe me. I agree. (laughs) Um. Yeah. Are you there? I'm here. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> I thought you were <laughs> gonna follow up with yeah, with like, more of that. That's that awkward you, you silence. Went, oh no, I had I nothing know. else to like, say. I completely blew my train of thought on that one. <laughs> that's um, fine. Dude. Yeah, and then um, they, yeah, they, they for the thing they had a bunch of trailers of different games, right? That are coming mm-hmm. out that aren't necessarily um developed by them. Like Outer Worlds was one of them, right? And they were talking about different dates. That's another Outer one. World looks great. I'm gonna have that. I'm Outer having World, that. Yeah. yeah, the Outer Worlds. I'm gonna be playing that. That's October 25th, and then we get Death Stranding November 8th. <laughs> I'm bringing up a calendar here to look at this. Uh, you have you have two weeks to play Outer Worlds before Death Stranding. <laughs> you have exactly two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Hey, I, I played your game. I played it for I'll two be able, weeks. No, I'll, I played it for I'll, two have, weeks. I'll, I'll be able to play Outer Worlds for three days, and then I go to Hawaii with my family, actually, that last week yeah. of October. Uh, and then I come back, and then it's uh, Death Stranding time. Yes. Two it's weeks. crazy, dude. I played your two. game for two weeks. Loved your game. It was a great I forget game. when Pokemon's supposed to come out, but that's another game that's going to oh, eat up my fall. Two weeks. It was a good. It was a good game. I, I got to be weeks. a Destiny tryhard. I just. I don't even know what I'm. And then do something else came year. out, and I was like, I couldn't play your game anymore. <laughs> I just could play it for the two weeks. Yeah. Great um, game though. Let's Great talk game. about. Let's talk about more some Last of Us Two stuff though. The devs have confirmed that there is uh, no multiplayer coming out with this. Okay. What do you think? And I this? well, I did have thoughts, and I said I would save them for. So. I I think I was quoted on a couple episodes way back in the day when I was actively playing Last of Us on maybe PS3 or maybe the remaster. Mm-hmm. I th- no, I think it, initially I played their multiplayer on 
the uh, PS3 version. Right. And I really enjoyed it. Like, it's it was an intense multiplayer. Um, it had a good concept of counterplay uh, okay. in the sense that... You've gone on about counterplay before. Remember yeah, you about yeah. This. counterplay is something that I, I watched a video at one point that told me all about it. I didn't really understand it as a concept, but it's a cool concept because it's, it's a thought process in multiplayer design where um, if there's an element introduced for an aggressor, there's mm-hmm. always a... Uh, a defensive mode right. that, a way can, to counter that. that can counter it, right? And bad multiplayer is has not good counterplay, and good multiplayer has great counterplay. Um, like, I put Call of Duty, most of the times I've played Call of Duty, I put that in the category of not having good counterplay at all, right? Sure. Just trash, because it puts it all, all the weight of everything in the hands of the aggressor, and then there's not a lot of defense. I mean, I think they've evolved that over the years, so I'm not going to blanket say that that's true of every call of duty game that's ever existed but well any any competitive game you should have a good balance from my from my personal experience if someone comes in and just they're brand new and they get trashed and they have no way to defend themselves against that that's it's a horrible game and that happened to me a couple times (laughs) true so what i really liked about this game was like certain weapons would balance out like if you were somebody who chose to use the bow right you, mm-hmm. you you couldn't necessarily get a leg up on somebody else and somebody couldn't get a leg up on you because there'd be something, there'd be a, an, a great offensive measure with the weapon that you had, but there would be some kind of like Achilles heel that caused something. As I remember it, uh, I thought it was, re- I thought it was really balanced. That's the point. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to talk anymore about that. <laughs> That's what I meant. Because, <laughs> yeah, you know, it, ha- it has to do with memory here and me being an old person, and it's been a really long time <laughs> since I fucking played it. So tr- truth be told, I played it it's a lot. Meta, it's a meta conversation. Yeah, PS3. I played it a lot, and then I, you know, enjoyed it. This is this is a mode specifically called Factions. Is yeah. That, do it you remember, was, do, it was called Factions, yeah. Okay. How did you, what was the deal with factions? Would you, was it just like, like PVP? Like so the like one thing I didn't all, like, li- as I remember, the one thing I didn't like about factions was I didn't like the UI at all. It wasn't okay. very clear when I was like in a match, like I know how to join a match, but it wasn't really clear statistically how to keep track of wins, losses. Like, I don't know. It can, it confused right. me. Mul- it confused. I remember it confusing me again when I went in the remastered version of it. And I was like, Sure. This is not good. Like the UI's bad for it. But like the gameplay was enjoyable. Like once you got into it, I had a great time, you know? Mm-hmm. But like um so anyway, so my point is is I, I when I heard that they're not going to be incorporating multiplayer in Last of Us 2, I was kind of cool with that. I'm like, okay, didn't really work sure. well last time. Was fun, but needed better UI and a whole, it seems like they threw it in as an afterthought. That's what it seemed right. like to me. Like it wasn't originally a part of their development plan. And then somebody said, you guys should incorporate some multiplayer in this shit, you know? Mm-hmm. And they did. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, they, they've said in statements that, um, it, their first like update about multiplayer was kind of vague. I remember reading this when uh, when they tweeted this on uh, on the 26th of this month, um, and to me it sounded like they weren't actually going to be doing anything multiplayer in The Last of Us Two at all, 
and we're instead working on an entirely different title because of what they've done with this. Let me read this out to you real quick uh, so people can be on the same like page about this. Uh, we wanted to address multiplayer in The Last of Us Part Two, As we've stated, the single-player campaign is far and away the most ambitious project Naughty Dog has ever undertaken. Likewise, as development began on the evolution of our factions mode from The Last of Us Part One, the vision of the team grew beyond an additional mode that could be included with our enormous single-player campaign. Wanting to support both visions, we made the difficult choice that Last of Us Part Two would not include an online mode. Mm. However, you will eventually experience the fruits of our team's online ambition, but not as part of The Last of Us Part Two. When and where it will be realized is still to be determined, but rest assured, we are as big a fan of factions as the rest of our I mean, it's ready. Hmm. So what, what I heard from that when I originally read it was, but not as part of The Last of Us Part Two, And I was like, oh, so this sounds like they're spinning off some entirely new project. Yeah. But then they have clarified this as of two days ago. Hmm. Uh, They said, where was the quote right here? Um, This grew beyond an additional mode that could be included with our enormous single player campaign. Not that it's going to be a separate game. I mean, it sounds like they, well, maybe it'll be like a DLC that they release or something. I don't know. Yeah, it'll be. I seem to remember factions being part of some kind of free DLC that they released as well, though. So I don't Mm -hmm. know. Um, But yeah, it's a little bit, a little bit confusing. Um, People that have were reached out to, to comment on this have said things like we're focusing on the single player story. So we're just making a single player game for this. That was lead game designer, Emilia shots. That was her comment about this. So like it sound like for a while, it sounded like they weren't going to do this at all. Multiplayer. So it's been a bit of a confusing ride, but ultimately I think after clarifying kind of we'll get multiplayer for Last of Us Part 2 for people that want it, but who knows how long down the road. Violent getting single player at first. Violent kill cams. That's what I remember. Yeah. So like the game didn't allow somebody to teabag you. So <laughs> come in and offensively teabag you and do their own thing. Right. Right, right. The game made kill cams that made like the death when somebody killed you, they killed you so violently. It was it was epic, like brutal, yeah, vi- like violent. Because a lot of, of times, a lot of times people would go in and because it had this developed like melee thing that was based on the engine of like what you did in single player. So Mm -hmm. you could come in and with like a hatchet or like a knife or something, come in and start stabbing somebody. And then they would see their death from you on their screen. Mm -hmm. So I I just remember the kill cams were super powerful and really cool. Well, that's the, uh, the news. That's the uh, Xbox Sony news and the nine dog news. You want to chat about the, the other PVP conversations been having? Around but happening around modern warfare, yeah. I mean, I mean, how long, been, of, how long has it been since you've played Call of Duty? I've literally never played Call of Duty in my entire life. Once, not once, really, literally have never shot a gun in a Call of Duty game. I can I just give you my little litany, my little history, sure. yeah. Uh, so I started on uh, Call of Duty three. 
I think, which was the okay. l- before Modern Warfare came out. That was the last mm-hmm. World War II one. Uh, I played that on something. That, I think that was like PC-based. I think I played right. it on something. And then Modern Warfare 1 came out. Or, well, Modern Warfare f- Call of Duty. <laughs> sorry. Call of Duty, Duty 4 Modern Warfare was the first one, right? That's what this new game the, is a call. numbers, to. The titles. The right, right, right. Because it was called Call of Duty <laughs> 4 ha- right. uh, colon Modern Warfare. That's what it was called. Right. So I played that, and I loved the story. I played the individual story. Um, there, well, there was another one that came out. I don't remember when that came out, but it was it was called World at War. That was on mm-hmm. the 360. I really loved World at War. I loved okay. World at War. I think I might be confusing that with three. I think <laughs> I think I did Call of Duty World at War. <laughs> And that There's was been a the, lot of Call of Duty games. And that some, was the one that got me in. And then I did Modern Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare mm-hmm. 2, Modern Warfare 3. Modern Warfare 2 had the no Russian se- sequence where you shot up people in an airport, which was just insane to me. And then Modern Warfare 3 took the That's story the took the story to like suburban US fighting through right. like houses and shit. And it was fucking terrific. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they seemed, I didn't play any of the black ops games and they seemed to get away from like story stuff in games. And it was just multiplayer. It was a multiplayer d- dynasty. So at that point I checked out cause I just didn't, I played call of duty, modern warfare online. And at the point I got in there and decided to play it online, kids were hacking it and fucking someone threw like a hatchet in the air and it came down on my head and I was just like, fuck this. I'm never playing this again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is a stupid fucking game. It's kind of amazing. Um, but that that was it. But I didn't really... I did, uh, you know what? Bla- the original Black Ops took place in the 60s. I think I played the story for that. Because I remember okay. I remember the whole sequence. Like, I remember, like, you being... It was, like, in the 1960s. Like, the story. Uh, I don't remember the context okay. of that or anything. Um, so... Yeah, yeah, he says World at War came after four. So I bought World, World at War... And then I went back and b- bought Call of Duty Modern Warfare and played that. So there it is. And the oh, history of Felix's Modern Warfare. <laughs> what was the, the, the history of, of Call of Duty of with Felix Erga? <laughs> rattling all that out. My point of rattling all that off is I, I like the idea of them going back to a story Call of Duties because I got away from them because they were all multiplayer call of duties. Mm-hmm. And I didn't give a shit about that. I didn't want to play with other people. Um, I, I honestly am surprised I even got into it with battlefield. I was more interested in my experience playing through the, the little story vignettes that they offered in battlefield one and five. Like I'd love mm-hmm. that more. And I want more of that. Sure. Um, well, that's what it's, I mean, the, the trailer for this was very story driven. Yeah. Right. For the, for the, Modern warfare experience here, but people are pissed off. Yeah, because the multiplayer community are pissed off about something. There's going to be a specific mode of their Spec Ops mode called Spec Ops Survival that is a year long exclusive for PS4 players. Right. This is uh, this seems to me at least to be classic straight up Activision because one of the things uh, from my perspective as a Destiny player. Um, up until this past year, when Bungie bought back their rights and they're now independent, there has always been PS4 exclusive content for Destiny every year. 
every year PS4 players got uh, like at least one exotic weapon that no one else could use for a whole year. Yeah, was it the, the Jade Rabbit? That I think that was the Destiny One PS4 exclusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the, a really good the good Jade memory. Rabbit. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, my memory is only of Destiny One. <laughs> like you went on, you moved on to the Destiny World of Two, and did, did. all that. I did. You, you might have forgotten. Come back, man, you your, could easily your, come back. Your new knowledge pushed out all your old knowledge and Destiny. But I'm still there, man. You I'm gotta in, make. I'm in the vault room for some things. Yeah, <laughs> I'm in the vault. But like that's that's. Kind I agree of with you the, though. The Activision thing, though, you know, as like a like a publisher, they're going to make little deals like that. Um, I don't have enough knowledge of modern warfare or call of duty to know like how impactful this specific mode is. Um, but people are upset that they're not getting a whole game mode and they're calling the uh, releases of the game uneven, you know, because Xbox and PC don't have this mode and people are saying, why am I paying full price for this game? Which I can understand that argument for sure. Now, again, if I'm using my lens of destiny, uh, things that are PS4 exclusive or were are like you get one strike mission that's that's PS4 exclusive. Yeah, strikes are just three person cooperative. Yeah, it wasn't a lot. like longer, more involved stories, right? And you play these things rotating pretty quickly in the playlist. So it didn't seem to be a, a huge deal to not have a strike when I left PS4 to play on PC for a year, right? Right, right. And um, the the narrative director for Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Taylor Kurosaki replied and said uh that this is essentially one percent of the game right yeah one percent he said it's it's one percent it's like a, well, a sub mode of a mode it's not that huge of a deal would, but it's a whole year people don't don't have the ability to play this wouldn't you agree that that the things that you were withheld in destiny were like one percent of destiny i would consider that maybe one percent yeah but not like one percent in a bad way just like hey there's one less random strike that I'll get now that I'm playing on PC. And there's still a ton of other strikes, you know, but I don't know if this lines up with that experience because to me, this sounds like just a different version of a multiplayer mode. And that's literally an aspect of the game that people won't be able to experience potentially. Like that's, that to me is like saying that you can't play, you know, we were talking about this earlier. Like you can't play zone control in competitive in Destiny, you can only play regular control. You know, at least we all have the ability to play strikes. We don't get one strike, but we can all play strikes. This is saying no one we'll except Sony players play that game can mode. play Spec Ops Survival. Yeah. I mean, think about uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Rise of the Tomb Raider released on Xbox One, from what I'm reading here, November of 2015, mm-hmm. and then didn't come out on PlayStation until October of 2016. Right. Well, that's whole game. That's a whole game delay. Yeah. You know? And like I mean that's that bad. That's for Tomb Raider fans, but it's I think that's better than selling the same game and then telling people oh. you can't have part of this game. We're just gonna gate this one little feature and you right. can't get to it. But again, maybe my lens is distorted. Maybe I don't understand you know, how impactful this mode I definitely is. Think maybe. Bo- yeah, I definitely think both of us don't really understand. I mean, they're calling it a survival mode. Uh, the only analogy I have that it could possibly be similar to is what happened with uh, both Battlefield 1 and uh, Battlefield 5 is a delay of hardcore mode. Mm-hmm. And it's not, not, it wasn't like cons- console exclusive or anything. The delay was for everyone. But like, if it's like hardcore mode, 
you know, where you shoot people and you get like quicker kills and, you know, like the reason why our, our buddy, uh, adrenaline, you know, country boy, mm-hmm. the reason why adrenaline country boy loves playing the fucking, um, hardcore mode is because when he shoots people from great distances, he can just get the instant headshot because it's supposed to be like a one shot kill any part of the body type thing. Right. Right. Um, and you know, he likes to take advantage of that. I don't like it because it, I don't think it's balanced play. I think it's shitty. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like all the times I go into hardcore, it's like there's the three players in the map who do like 60 kills and right. then you have everyone else like all deaths, you know, sure. <laughs> so it's, fucking sucks. But, um, yeah, if, if it's anything it's, like that, yeah. the people who are whining are the people who want to like exploit people. And take advantage of them. So. I, I mean, I, I think that's that's a crazy equivalency. <laughs> We're uh, not seeing you'll that. You get that from me. You get that. You're gonna get that from um, me. <laughs> I just, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't have the lens. You know, to me, I don't want to add noise to this right. as not a Call of Duty player. But I mean, from the outside looking in, it seems bad to not get any aspect of a game, like any specific mode of a game if that's if that's an essential essential crucial part of the experience right maybe it's not though i mean i've people have referred to it as a as the classic spec ops survival mode so maybe it's really not that huge of a deal Mm -hmm. you know but a big uh a big argument is that like by the time people get this content there will be a new game it's like it's it's like the shooter madden like there's a new one every year get the next it is the the shooter madden yeah yeah, you're just you're not you're not getting to play this. Um, some more some more insight that uh, that Taylor Kurosaki tweeted uh, to someone in a reply. Someone was reaching out saying, "Hey, like you know, I, I appreciate what you guys are doing. I'm sorry. Like I'm sorry. I'm you know being a shithead. Blah blah blah." Um, and he replied, "It's all good. We have tried our best to have an open dialogue with our players from day one. We understand letting that trust down. These are complicated decisions that are above our pay grade." Please know we want what's best for all our players. Mm-hmm. So that to me just screams Activision. Like Activision just said, we need to cut something out to have an exclusive deal because of some other deal we made with Sony for exclusive things. Oh, we need to have this something is the mode. Yeah, I mean, to me, that's what it reads like. You know? Yeah. Just uh, publisher decisions. You know, big deals, things like that, and. A narrative director can't be like, this is fucked up. And they're going to say, okay, write your story, bitch. Let's cut I, this out I will definitely look for that uh, Call of Duty game in the future on sale. I'm not going to buy it. Like, I can't buy them out of the gate anymore because I, underst- I know that at least 50% or more of the effort of the development team that developed that game developed it strictly for multiplayer, right. right? which I don't value as much as other people. So for me, the $60 value that I'm paying for the game, you know, it doesn't compute with what I know they, they, the effort they put out. Sure. Right. Like why would I pay $60 for a game where I'm not even playing what they intended me to play you see what i mean right yeah i get it so like if if they marketed it as this is a brand new giant solo campaign thing come check it out then i would go okay 
that's why I'm buying. I'm buying to get that sixty dollar solo campaign experience. But right, I don't trust. But that, no, a lot of this is online. Yeah, I don't trust that they're they're marketing it to me. I don't think it is. I think they're trying to get me back, right, into their fold, buying these campaign story things over and over again. But I worry that it's going to be, it's a shuck and jive. You know, it's like they're sure. not they're not going to have as much effort put into that side of it as they claim they're putting into that side of it. Do you see what I mean? Right. I, I don't I do. know. Yeah. I definitely have to re- read reviews. You know, like I, I don't have a doubt about that with Ghost Recon uh, Breakpoint. Like, right. I know that Ghost Re- Recon Breakpoint's primary development concern is making a story game in an open world that will take hours for me to collect the shit in. And, and that's going to be the game. And, sure. And, to you, that's what you value in a game. Yeah. That's what you, so it's a $60 price. The money that you spend. Yeah. Right. And and I know that there's going to be some kind of throwaway multiplayer that's going to be thrown into it that I'm never going to mm-hmm. play, but it'll be there, whatever. Sure. You know? Yeah. So. Well, we'll uh, we'll see what Activision says. They've yet to comment on this, or if they even will. So, um, I'm sure we'll know, and we'll see it on the internet one way or the other. That's pretty much it, though, dude. That's it. I think that's it. Yeah, I don't think we need to press this even longer. I mean, one. Yeah. A couple of good things that happened tonight that really were off the camera is uh, me and Trip Zero worked out some technical issues with the production of our show um, we through did. Discord. This is true. So I'm excited about the layout we got going on now. That's a cool looking layout. I know you guys can't see it at home listening in the audio podcast, but fucking looks yeah, cool. Yeah, I was just thinking about some stuff here, man, what it all looks like, you know? Yeah. I like, I like shit to be shiny. Follow us on uh, Twitch or Mixer if you guys can at some point. Hell yeah. Oh, and dude. I've been, like I said, I'm going back and I'm putting up old episodes. If you guys want to go back through the timeline and listen to something that's outdated with its information and just hear us talking about bullshit. Uh, we might have some new uh, clips and collections coming too. Yeah, I heard that's going to, our YouTube. demos is going to be doing that. So that's really cool. I, uh, I've taken us back to 94, episode 94. 1994. Yeah, it's back when I was yeah. like, when I was saying things like, remember that movie from 94 that was amazing? Uh, <laughs> the Academy Award this year was. Uh, but one um, thing that I found was interesting, me and Flower thought that her earliest show was Not Enough Cocoa, which is episode 97. Mm-hmm. And I found out that Flower started on episodes, she started on episode 43. Holy shit. Yeah, 43. Like she's Damn, been, and, when, and she was going under her real name. On the shows, she was mm-hmm. build. Well, build. Nobody's build, but she was built under her real name of uh, sure. Build. I mean, this is billing. It's You're bi- billing. Billing. It's a play bill. I, I'm saying billing, like yeah. getting charged. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what. I mean. Anyway, um, where can people find you online, Felix? Uh, Felix Hergood uh, is on uh, Mixer, Twitch, um, Twitter. Uh, I also have a Facebook page. Like me there if you want. Felix Hergood. Felix Hergood. Yeah. Nice. And uh, I am Trip Zero. You guys can find me Trip Zero TV. All spelled out. Everywhere is the same. Mixer, Twitch, Instagram, Twitter. I'm on Facebook as well. YouTube, all that shit. Trip Zero TV. Very, very easy to find. Um, will not be streaming Monday, but Tuesday onward. Tuesday for probably the next 
uh, Tuesday through Sunday at least, will be uh, Destiny 2 Shadowkeep. It's the launch date, and the Emerging Gamer group and clan is going to be preparing for the raid race on Saturday. So if you're going to watch anything, tune in Saturday, October 5th, 1 p.m. for the Garden of Salvation raid world's first race and see how well we do dude if we get to finish it within uh 24 hours we can wear a cool emblem and flex on all the kids that didn't so that'll be cool man of course there's actually like there's a legit title belt that gets given out to the world first team as well like a wrestling style big metal belt it's pretty sick um anyway that's uh gonna do it for us tonight dudes we will uh yeah dudes catch you next week all right thanks a lot and i'll see you later This is us on our phones. Hello, everyone. <laughs> uh, hey, everybody. How you doing? We're getting ready to go live. Content.com. <laughs>